Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, a senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. This in James 1.27. And uh, this is a scripture that should be front and center for all churches. I hope Global Heart Church that we have a little, uh, we have a little encouragement, inspiration to other churches because really it's it's front and center for the Lord. Sometimes in church life, pastors we get pastors get excited. We get excited about things, and uh, and that's it's good to have excited pastors and leaders. You know, it's good, but we need to be excited about what God's excited about. We need to be excited about what God's excited about. And you as a Christian, everybody, it's great for you to have visions and things. Hey, I'd like to do that, I'd like to do that. By the way, can I just say to you, make sure that your vision is something you ask God first. And then make sure it's an accountable vision that you bring others in on in leadership because we're so easily taken off into weird waters. So, um, yeah, so, but it's great. But really, it's like, Lord, what do you want? What, what does Jesus want? What, what does He want you to do? What does He want all churches to do? What does He want us, what are we here for? Is it to build buildings? You know, we've got a great building here. I love our building next door. But our purpose as a church is not to build a building. And ultimately, the guys know, I couldn't care less about a building. Ultimately. I, I like it because it keeps you warm and possibly tonight keeping you dry. But, and we can get a lot of people in and let's get comfortable temperature and we can preach the gospel without all the noise and destruction. But ultimately, this is here to do what Jesus has actually said in His Word to do. And in James 1.27, God nailed it for all time. When uh, in His Word, it says, in the New Living Translation, it says, pure and genuine religion. Well, we know we're not religion, we're in a relationship with God. In a relationship with Jesus Christ. But the Bible says here, pure and genuine religion. Again, as I said, no, 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 that's uh, the wrong word. It's the, for uh, what God is looking for is a relationship with all of us. But if you get a pure relationship in the sight of God, the Father, that means this, caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Another translation says pure, actually it says uh, uh, true Christianity in another translation says in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. You know everybody, when you were born in Australia or immigrated to Australia, you won the lottery. When I, my grandfather came to Australia from Ireland, I wasn't born here, I was born here, but my family's not from here. And most of your families aren't from here either. And we need to realise, everybody, that we just won the lottery in the fact we either came in this life and we got a visa to come. Maybe we studied and got a visa. Maybe we had a job visa, business visa. Maybe through your parents you came. I came to my grandparents originally. I'd be born here, but my grandparents came. So all of us came from somewhere. We won the lottery. You're in the top 2% of people in the world. And I know this, I know the governments of the world, some of them are doing something, but there's a whole lot who are not doing anything. Not really. But God has called His church and if every church put James 1.27 at the forefront of what we do, if every church took God's Word seriously, pure and genuine Christianity, pure and genuine 
religion, pure and genuine Christianity was this. And if every church did it, I think we'd solve so many problems on the planet. Poverty problems would be, you know, being uh, released all over the world because the church was doing what they're doing. But we love conferences. (laughs) We love to go to conferences. We love events. And look, I like them too. But I don't love them. And God doesn't love them. He loves us when we're active, when we're focused, when together we go, listen, we need to help rescue the children. We need to help rescue the children where God calls us to go. And I wanna say to everybody here, whatever your background is, and everybody, if you've come from Africa, we're so glad you're here, but don't forget where you come from. Don't forget the continent of Africa which is filled with amazing people. I go there and I'm in distress because there's so many amazing young men and young women and older people too, but the young men and young women stick out. And I'm like, ah, they just need, as we heard already, not a handout, but they need some people who come in with God's eyes and realise that there are incredible gifts right across that continent and that God has called us here, I believe, at Global Heart Church to help rescue, rescue the children and then release those gifts. Those who don't know when you saw Justin before again speaking, it's the funniest story. I tell the pastors over and over again, it's the wildest thing that when Justin only spoke, can you want to learn French to me as a kid? And I would, out of all the children, we went from 150 to 300 to 400 to 500. And I would say to my wife, it's this kid. <laughs> and Sue would say, what are you talking about? And I said, I know we're here to help the children ongoing as a church. But I said, for you and me, the first boy we've sponsored is the first of the children of Global Heart. I said, he's anointed to us. Never knowing years later, Sue and I would move him into our house when he was 19, give him a scholarship at the Bible College and that he would now be a leader in his own right. He's on his way to full accreditation with Assemblies of God here in Australia, Australian Christian churches. And, uh, and now he's being used himself. I didn't even speak into that video he talked on. He did the video. He, he's a man of God in his own right. And he'll turn 28 at the end of this month. And we played our part, but... I ask God when I read the Word, Lord, show me where, show me when and show me who. Show me where, show me when, show me who. Who am I meant to be doing life with? A lot of us are doing life because we saw something on Facebook. (laughs) That's nice, nice to meet people. But no, you need to say, Lord, who is my God connection? Who is my God connection to fulfill your purpose and to help people? And now watching Just grow up and now going, oh my gosh, he just bought our land in Zambia. (sighs) Like really? Like how has that happened? That all the land's a million US and we sent Just out and he gets it for 300,000 US because the guy who's selling the block of land has a heart for Rwanda and Justin happens to be in Rwanda, uh, sorry, in Zambia from Rwanda and then buys the land. So God said to me years ago, look after this kid, he's gonna buy your land. (laughs) Look after him, he's gonna get the land for the church in Zambia. God will even now, when you begin to pray for the child that you sponsor, God will begin to say, hey, as you pray for them, believe for them, God's already at work in that child's life. But God's a miracle worker. And down the track, as soon as uh, the world changes a bit more and we can do more compassion trips, you might be able to get on a compassion trip with us to Rwanda and to our church in Zambia, which is amazing. I love our Zambian church so much. You might be able to come. By the way, can I encourage you, make sure that you're serving in church so that when you come to Rwanda, when you come to Zambia, you actually come and bring something. 
Don't go as a tourist. Go as a member of the body of Christ of Global Heart Church. So when you're meeting at the other family in Rwanda or in Zambia or wherever, you're like, hey, I'm coming as part of this. I'm coming in as a purposeful person. I carry, I'm a part of this. This is not some random thing I'm going to. This is my family. Everybody, pure and genuine Christianity. Whatever you're doing, and I, you know, if you're creative and you're involved in things, fantastic. But the genuine relationship God is looking for is that we are caring for orphans and widows. Caring for orphans and widows. Even tonight, like I'm sitting there and I'm tearing up again. Why? Because if you draw near to God, you can't draw near to God and not feel His heartbeat for the children. You can't draw near to God and, feel his heart, and not feel His heartbeat for nations. You can't. You get near God and it's like, boom, nations go off. Heart for children goes off. This is the God that we serve everybody. And, uh, and so I wanna encourage everyone here tonight, don't forget, and everybody from the continent, don't forget. Don't forget Africa. You got a white pastor telling you, don't forget Africa. Don't forget Africa. Because... You're here and you've been blessed to be here like me from Ireland where, you know, 100 and whatever years ago, 150, oh, more than that, long time ago, 190 years ago, my people had a famine and a million Irish people starved to death. Uh, You know, it all started right south of where my family originally is from there. Everybody, use your 2% blessing. Determined to be a part of what we're doing together in Rwanda, but then also we're in Zambia and the Lord, as the Lord leads us in Africa, we will continue to follow. We will continue to be a blessing to that continent, which I love so much. In Africa, I'm alive. You see a white guy on the outside, but on the inside over there, you see something else. <laughs> Except for Justin, who's very naughty to me. Last time when I was in church and I started getting some moves happening in our church in Zambia, Justin Lee Nemini goes, Dad, you have one gene missing. <laughs> It's the dance gene. <laughs> Thank you, Just. That was special. <laughs> you know, everybody, here's the thing too, you know, you need to know God has come to rescue you. God has come to rescue you. Whether you grew up in a family that was good or not, I want to say to everybody here, your heart is an orphan. You're an orphan until you meet Jesus. Everyone, whether your family was good or not, I spend my life coming from a broken home, but I just spend my life meeting adults all the time who they are orphans in their heart. And I'll tell you what, here's what orphans look like, everybody. Here's what orphans look like. They wander. They wander from relationship to relationship. They just wander, just wandering around. Is it here? Will I be happy here? Will I be happy here? Will I be happy with him? Will I be happy with her? Let's try again. Let's try again. That's the world. And they try and they try and they try. It's like trying to fill, uh, you know, like a container where the bottom's been taken out. You pour the water in, it just goes through. Never filled. That's people's hearts all over the world. That's many of your hearts tonight. We're all orphans until we come home to the Father, Father God. When you come home to Father God, He begins to heal your heart. But don't think, oh no, I got a good job, got a good business, Pastor Jared, I'm cool. No, you're not. I haven't met one person yet who's not broken. I remember years ago, I used to hear people say, oh, people who are Christians need a crutch. And I thought, you know, I had people say that years ago. They didn't say it so much now, but in days gone by, and I used to think, wow, that is amazing you just said that when you're so broken in your heart. 
Because you can physically walk. Doesn't mean that you're walking on the inside. A lot of people sat down on the inside years ago. Orphans wander, they wander. They wander in churches, they wander in and out of churches. I'm not talking about a Christian who is called. If God calls you to a church and you are, you are moving from one church to another, you, God doesn't usually send people to another church to get a five grand pay rise <laughs> and lose your destiny. Some people lose their destiny for a five grand pay rise. Five grand pay rise. That's a bowl of soup. Somebody in the Bible did that as well. No, He usually sends you to learn something at a new church. He wants to add something into you. If God's trying to move you to Global Heart Church, He wants to do one of three things. It's add something to you. It's position you for destiny. It's add into your thinking, bring some change, bring some growth. Or He wants you to take on a new level of service or a new level of responsibility. That's why God sends you somewhere. And you have, as we last week, you get sent, commissioned to go. Not, hey, this is what I think because it's so open to deception. Orphans often have poverty, but not always. Spir- I say that's spiritual orphans I'm talking about. They're lost. There's a lostness. They have connection struggles. All humans will have connection struggles. You still have connection struggles in life. That's called being a human. But there's this struggle that is just envelops people where they're just never full, never feeling at peace. God wants you to bring you a place where you're at peace in your heart, where you'll have your struggle from time to time, but you're not like, oh my gosh, you're like, some people are just so stressed out and they can't connect, where God brings peace. Orphans are unstable. Orphans, they're always, what are they going to do next? (laughs) Some of us, we don't even know what we're going to do next. (laughs) Your friends and family is, what is he going to do next? What's she going to do next? And you're like, I don't know myself. We don't know. And Jesus comes in your life, everyone. And what does He start to do? He makes you, begins to make you stable. How many of you have been made stable by Jesus? How many of you are being made stable by Jesus? How many of you would like to be? <laughs> All of you, that's fine. <laughs> Jesus starts to bring stability. It's so cool. And then me, who was brought up in such an abusive childhood, end of the year I've been in this church 24 years. My stability is releasing my ability. A lot of people who you know, unstable Christians in the kingdom, it's an orphan heart, it's an orphan spirit. And their ability is never really released because they needed stability to release that ability. Follow through, orphans can't follow through. They're always, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm down with that. And then in a month's time, it's like, where are they? Where is he? Where is she? Orphans can't follow through. I know that I'm not an orphan any longer because I followed through. What we said we were going to do, we're doing. Everybody, if you say it, do it. Otherwise, don't say it. You want to people put their trust in you? If you say it, follow through. If you want people not trust you, not really connect with you, say a lot of stuff and never do it. You're far better to be silent than to say stuff you don't mean. At least when you're silent, you appear wise, right? But if you're talking and you never follow through, we don't appear wise at all. When you've been healed of being an orphan, you can be planted in a church. 
you can stay, you can be at peace, you can play your part and you can know that if God needs you at any time, He knows where to locate you and come and get you. I've been sitting there for 24 years. If the Lord needs me, He knows where I am. A lot of people are going chasing what God's got for them. If God needs you, He'll get you. If He needs to find you, He knows where you are. But if we keep moving, we're all over the place. God's like, where are you now? (laughs) We're like, Lord, use me. He says, I'd like to, but I can't find you. (laughs) Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Everybody, we're called to help the orphans. One of the best things you can ever do is yourself stop being one and start saying, Jesus, heal my heart. Let me become your son spiritually. Let me become your daughter spiritually. Because in that, that's the breakthrough when God begins to walk in your life. No longer as an orphan. I'm not like somebody far off. I'm now walking as God's son. You can walk as God's son and God's daughter. Do you know the Scripture, everybody, all the governments of the world miss this. When it talks in Leviticus, it talks about people who seek refuge and uh, people who are in need. And you know what the Scripture says? Because we're always like working out, are you a genuine refugee? Are you not a refugee? Are you this? Leviticus just nails it. The Bible actually says, if anybody comes seeking help or need, treat them as you would treat your own people. God has answered it for the church. We don't need to have refugee discussions. He answered it. He said, if they're in need, they're your people. Look after them the same as you would your own people. If we go a little bit deeper, your own family, if you look after your family, some of us don't. The Bible's saying that they're on the, they're right there. Can I say to you right now, God made Rwandan children our people. God made Rwandan children our people. He made them our family. And this little boy, Daniel, right here, who Sam Crouch came before the service, breaks my heart, because with the, with the pandemic, Daniel's now been waiting 490 days for a sponsor. So that means all the things that that will bring to his life, uh, schooling, medical, pastoral, you know, education, his supplies, his needs, care, nutrition, all the things that Compassion is looking into. So I wanna encourage somebody, Daniel is waiting for you and you are waiting for Daniel. <laughs> I didn't know that, it's when soon I sponsored, who knew that Justin would so impact our lives? That sponsor of that boy, what an, like I, I went to the stand, I can never go to the stand, picking up and going home saying, Sue, we're sponsoring Justin. And God goes, I know. Because <laughs> he went and goes, take this church boy. And the impact that Justin's had on Sue and I is huge. Everybody, tonight is your night to sponsor a child. Tonight is your night to add to your family. Tonight is your night to live a significant life. Don't live a life that's small. Live a generous one. Come on, live a generous one. Where you go, I opened my arms, I opened my finances, and I became somebody that helped a lot of other people. Now our church has become a church that's involved, I believe, around the world. And to be honest, the land for 300,000, which I did say to Justin, so you guys all know, Justin, well done, buddy. You may be the first compassion child ever to fully repay your sponsorship. (laughs) And that of 50 other children. But, uh, you know, it's such a huge deal. Such a bigger thing than we all know.
And this is a supernatural impact that we're having as a church in Jesus' Name. Everybody, if you're an orphan tonight, time to come home. If you're an orphan, stop wondering. Let God come in. I can't do it in my own strength. I couldn't not be an orphan and have all the issues I would have had. I had to come to Jesus and say, God, I can't, I can't do it. I can't be stable. I can't be committed. I can't be healed. I need your help. And as I turn to Him, the Lord's been helping me for 41 years. If He can help me into a new life, He can help you into a brand new life as well. Can somebody say a big amen? Come on, can somebody say a big amen? <laughs> Why don't we stand up, everybody? Let's worship the Lord together for a minute and then we're gonna pray. So come on, come on. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us and special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.